0: Hey, do I have an episode for you? Today, we're going to dive into a little bit more about the idea that we put ourselves in this box of what we're capable of, what we know to do, and this box of what our identity looks like. And that inside the, the box, it's safe. Um, we, we've always done these things. And to get what we want, we have to start looking outside of the box, we have to start working outside of the box and today i will not only challenge you to try it and give you an action step to do but i explain why we actually need to open that box and step out of it and the protection that it gave that it gave us we don't really need anymore so listen in hi friend i am so excited that you're here to check out her restored spirit podcast if you've gone through something that has left you broken-spirited maybe it's a divorce loss of a spouse or even a child loss of a job whatever it is i know there is restoration in your future i'm a widowed mom and i remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story but it actually instilled in me a new hope a new understanding of faith and a new strengthening in my heart soul and motherhood I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Do you ever ask yourself or say this phrase to yourself, like, I, I'm doing all that I know to do. I'm doing everything that I possibly can. I don't know why I can't find the next step. I don't know why, because I'm, I'm doing everything I can, or I don't know what else to do. And today's episode, we're going to dive into that a little bit, because the thing is, is that you really are doing all that you know what to do. So many times we put ourselves in this box and our our thoughts, our feelings, our stories, um, our experiences, all of this are all in this box we call identity. And when we start to, when we get to a place in life where we have to ask ourselves this question of, who am I now? What does this mean about me? Or what now? We always go to the the safe. The um, we go to those things that we know to do. They worked before. They'll work now. But really, what happens when we want growth? When we want something to change? We have to do something we've never done before. And in order to get out of that box, in order to shatter those walls and to be able to have what you want or what you know is possible, or maybe just open the the idea to what could be possible, we have to get uncomfortable. We have to stop doing the same things that we've been doing. And we have to get a little uncomfortable. And the problem is, is that when we start to feel uncomfortable, we start to feel unsafe. And this is our brain's way of protecting us. I've mentioned before that our brains want to keep us safe, not successful. Your brain's keeping you alive. And it doesn't know the difference between an emotional pain and a physical pain, an emotional threat and a physical threat. And so when you're looking and you're asking yourself this question of, who am I now? In the light of everything that's going on, what do I want? Or what does this mean for me? Our brain is going to stop us. Because in order to grow, in order to get what we want, we're going to have to do something different. Things that we don't know how to do. Things that we've never done before. And thing and jump onto a lily pad, jump to a stone, a step that we can't see where it lands and this is why so many times we get stuck in this well this must be all there is so many times we get stuck in this feeling of I don't know what to do so I'm this must be where I stay or I don't know what to do and I've tried everything I, I can do we do we and I and I want you to know that you are trying. I see you. The thing is that if you don't know what to do, if you haven't experienced it, your brain is not going to show you new ideas. It's not going to show you a new vision until you realize that uncomfortable is still safe, that you can do that. Something that's different. You can step out of your comfort zone And in fact, the more we get comfortable with being uncomfortable, the more that when we ask their question, who am I now, we're able to look forward and say, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not who I want to be. I'm not who I'm meant to be and start to step into the being rather than doing. Because the thing is, is that when we want to change our identity, we start doing things different. Because again, we're doing everything we know to do, but are you being that person that you want to be? What does that person look like? And one of the the best things you can do is look at someone who has something that you want. For me, um, for my coaching business, I started working with a coach who is a multimillionaire because some of the things that she does in her business, I would like to do some of the things, the way she serves. And so, because I've never done it before, I don't know how to do it. And so by asking her, by working with her, I'm able to break that box of doing only what I know to do. And I start doing things that are uncomfortable. I start doing things that I've never done before. And as I'm doing that, I'm answering that question of who am I now? I take a step, who am I now? take a step. Who am I now? Instead of realizing that this question is something we're going to be asking ourselves our entire life. That's one thing God doesn't want us to be comfortable. And I know that I, I get this question of, I get this statement of, well, I can't do that. And I like to say, I like to ask like, why not? And it, it breaks my heart when people look at their circumstances and allow that to define them. They look at the box that they are in and allow that to decide their identity. When in actuality, that is just the stories that they have picked up, that they've been told that they have, it's the autopilot, those subconscious decisions that they've been doing over and over and over. But friend, what got you to this place right here, where you are, is not going to get you to where you want to go. It's not going to get you that thriving life and that ability to show up for your people. Well, to show up for your kids' baseball game or basketball, basketball starting right now, and not worry about all the other things going on. Because how many times have we 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 showed up to work and all we can think about is the guilt because of things we haven't done at home or the things at home. While we're home and we're with our kids and we're right where we want to be. But we're guilty because there's so many work things that we haven't done. And it's because we keep ourselves in this box that says, this is what you're capable of. But the thing is, is that what we want is outside of that box. So today, just what could you do if you actually thought about who you want to be? Instead of trying to just to do all the things, what could you do? Where's a resource you could go, who is, who has done something? And this is not where we need to idolize someone else. Even working with a coach who's a multimillionaire doesn't mean that I'm I'm a cookie cutter. And if I do all the things she does, then I will be that too. Or that even that is my goal, but what it says is okay there's a block that I have and I need help getting out of it because I don't want to stay here anymore. I don't want to feel guilt wherever I go. And I don't want to feel overwhelmed and anxious all the time. I want to feel certain that I I may not know where the step is going to land or where it's going to lead, but I know the step is there and I know that I can take it. In order to do that, we have to start to embody this idea of being rather than doing. This idea, this question of who am I now or who do I want to be or what do I want has less to do with what you're already doing and more with who can you be? Who are, what are you, what characteristics are you embodying? And today, one of the characteristics that I realized that I, um is important to me, but I haven't yet. I have, I kind of let it go is the commitment to self, where I will tell myself that I'm going to do something. And then something else takes precedent, takes priority. And when I ask myself today of who am I, who am I being right now? And I'm like, I am not integrity with in in integrity with myself. I'm not. I let the things that are important to me slip. For, for good things, for running my son to his friend's house so he can um, have a study study group, for taking my daughter to get ice cream because she, well, because brother's not home and why not? Um, it's a lot more fun than working, right? Getting ice cream. But all of these things, or I have an appointment for myself that I'm going to work on the podcast, that I am going to write the intro, because I've been telling myself for the last two months, and I have drafts of the new intro. But again, because my brain, not, I haven't done it, and I don't quite see the outcome. My brain, every time that I see that on my calendar, I'm like, ooh, you know what? Let me make a phone call, or um, let me catch up with something, or laundry. Laundry is right now what needs to be done. And in, in actuality, does that need to be done? No, no, it, the, the thing that is important to me is the podcast. The thing that I, it represents my business and who I wanna be is the podcast. Now for you, I know many of you do not have podcasts or even businesses, um, but but what is it for you? What is it that's so important for you personally? Because so many times as moms, we forget to consider our own our own desires. I am, I kind of plan ahead and I'm looking ahead at what the spring season is going to bring. Um, I realize that it's just the early November and the spring season is yet upon us. In fact, winter season is just starting. So basketball, but I'm looking at what softball is going to come and with the obligations that I already have on my calendar and with the school events and our travel plans. And even may try to take a vacation in there. I'm already getting a little overwhelmed and it's like, okay, how am I going to, and my first is like, well, I'm, how am I going to run a business? How am I going to do my podcast? Like if I don't get ahead, I'm not gonna be able to do it. And then I remind myself that no, like, It's okay to put myself first, to put boundaries on sports, to put boundaries on the things that my kids do, because I know that if I get what I want, if I'm doing the things that I know I need to do, everyone in the house benefits from that. Not only am I more balanced and I feel more accomplished and I'm more confident, I feel more at peace. I will have the funds to do the things that I need to do or that they want to do. But it's also, I do take time for myself and realize that it's not a consolation prize to take care of myself. That it's not a if there's time, if time allows, or if there's any resources left. It's like, no, that's not, I cannot put myself last. I cannot do what I've always been doing and expect something different. To expect to have a great softball season, a great tennis season where I get to sit and watch all the games and all the matches and enjoy it unless I put boundaries, unless I look and see what the question is today is who am I being? Who am I now? And who do I want to be? What am, what am I doing that is no longer serving me? When I look at the box of who I want to be and I have those traits and I want to be dedicated and I want to be committed, that's not just to you. That's not just to my friends and my family and my people. That's to myself. Because if I am committed to myself, then I'll be committed to all of you as well. What commitment do you need to make to yourself? Because you answering that question of who am I now is really more important then you realize it's so important to understand how God made us, who we are, because otherwise we get lost. We get lost in the shuffle, we get lost and pulled through life, and we don't actually experience the life that we want. We're doing all the things, but we're not actually embracing or embodying or loving the life we have. And we have one life. We have one life. And I know many of you who listen, Um, to this podcast know this more than others i know that many of you have lost someone significant in your life when you lost that person and it, it doesn't even need to be a death some of it is just an identity crisis just some of that is you go through and you've lost a part of your dream but when you lost that when you like when i lost my husband more than I realized I lost a part of myself that I just filled with doing instead of being. I, I did not recognize how much I lost myself when I lost him. And when I started to answer that question and when I started to get healthy and, and do the work, do the work, do that healing, that really hard healing work that is all worth it. Because life is going to be hard no matter what. So at least if you're doing the hard healing work, you're growing and you're starting to love life again. Because I can say that even with losing my husband, I love my life. Is it perfect? No. Is it hard? A lot of days, yes. I have teenagers. And I, you know, single parenting it. Like it is hard to, to parent anyway there's so many things that are speaking into the hearts of our kids now that we have no control over, or we seemingly don't have any control over. And I won't get into that now. That's a whole nother whole nother conversation. But the problem is, is that when we lose part of ourselves, when we lose part of ourselves, if we don't intentionally find it, she won't come back. And that's when you start feeling overwhelmed and anxious and lost. And you feel like you're never enough. You feel like you're not doing or where you need to be. It, that's when you feel like you do. You ask yourself, do I even matter? Or you start people pleasing. So that way you don't have to ask yourself that. So friend, are you doing everything you know to do? Because sometimes that one thing that we have to do is we have to ask for help. Whether it is asking someone of, hey, what, what do you come to me for? You know, who do you, who do you see me as? Because sometimes our friends see us clearer than we do. Go to a good friend and ask that question. And then. When they tell you, when they tell you who you really are, thank them. Don't try to say, oh, you know, I try, I do that a lot. No, thank them because that's who you are and be more of her. Don't put yourself on the back burner just because you're doing the same things you've always done. Don't put yourself on the back burner because you feel like you will only grow and you will, well, not that you only grow, but you'll, you'll only, you're only worth where you are now. If you see that other box, that other idea of what's possible, don't worry about the fact that you don't know what, uh, how to get there. It's more important that you, see, who do you, would you be if you're that already? what are you capable of? And sometimes we have to ask for help. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. Like, I just want you to think about what's something, well, even just commitment to yourself. What's one thing that you really want for you, but over and over and over, other things take precedent. What feels selfish, but deep down, you know that it's not selfish that it's not actually a self-centered request. It is if I was committed to this for myself, I would be a better person. I would be a more balanced person. I wouldn't yell as much. I wouldn't be exhausted. I wouldn't whatever. Is it being committed to sit down for 10 minutes a day and just read a book just for you, just something fun. Is it that you committed to yourself to well, go to the gym or take a walk, something healthy, something that, um, that's just for you. I'm committed. I'm committed to keeping my appointments with myself. So for the next week, that's what I'm going to do is when I put it on my calendar, I'm going to make sure that I'm the person who shows up for me because I know when I do that, it's not selfish It's actually one of the most serving things I can do, because if I take care of what's important to me, then I'm taking care of what's important to my family too. So what is it today that you can commit to that a way you can take care of yourself and put yourself in a place of respect and honor and worthiness. And don't think about something that you've you've always done. Don't get stuck in that box thinking that, well, I've never actually committed to myself. Um, I can last two weeks, which is all the willpower lasts. And then after that, I just prove to myself over and over that I'm not worth it. Or I can't do it. Pick something little that you can, that you want. Write it down and just do it for three days. Three days, just do it for three days. And then when you do for three days... Like message me and let me know how it feels and then let's pull together. So message me. And I'm really excited about the rest of this year. I'm excited about some, well, some things that are about to happen in uh, my personal life, like holidays coming up and just this year, my intentions, um, I decided to set intentions before the holidays. And if the activity does not does not fall in line with my intentions, it does not get me closer to the, that intention, then I'm going to say no to it, which instead of trying to do everything, which is going to be, it's going to be fun in itself. Um, I also have some collaborations coming up with some other coaches that um, I know that you will benefit from so much. Um, As we are looking at how can we serve you better? How, from the question that I like to help you answer that, who am I now? And how do I embrace this season of life or this latter part of life or this change? How do I embrace this trial? To friends who are, who answer like, how do I eat healthy when I am stressed? To Or how how do I be healthy in a life that's hectic? And how do I take care of myself? Um, And how do I communicate well to my daughter? How do I communicate to my daughter? That's a big question. I'm really excited about that coming up. But with all of these things coming up, and even my class on November 10th, with all of these things coming up, the best way to find out about them is to get on my mailing list. I know you don't want to be on my mailing list. I don't want to be on mailing list either. I promise you I don't spam. I don't send a thousand emails a day. I, I get way too many a day to, um, to do that. I, I feel ya. I feel ya. And I respect your time. I will not send you a million emails. However, I do try to send you things that I, I know will help you. Because again, like like I talked about that, I'm doing all I know how to do. Well, let me help you find other things to do. Let me help you see what else is possible. Because the thing is, is that there's so many things that are possible. We just get so stuck in our story that we can't see them, that we become blinded to them, that we stay so focused on what we're doing that we aren't focused on who we're being. So get on my mailing list. And start to see what becomes possible for you. When you say yes to yourself, when you say that I know that I'm doing all I can do, but I know there's more out there. If you want to go deeper with this, give me a, get on my schedule. Let's talk. I have a few more open for before I close it down for the holidays. And or I lower, limit it for the holidays. And let's talk about what becomes possible when you say yes to yourself. When you start to answer that question of who am i now and how do i embrace where i am right now and and start to see what's possible and what's what's possible around you and with that friend choose joy until joy chooses you bye for now